0: I can barely hear it because your microphone is on your headset.
1: Yeah, well, okay.
0: There we go. You have two, two open have beers now.
1: Two. I'm going to have to drink fast.
0: This is going to be a double beer show. <laughs> Strap in, everybody. We've got ride. We've got a lot to cover, I'm sure. First off, I have to ask you, I just see uh, that you're wearing a, uh, is that a watch or is that a Fitbit? What? No, no, it's Apple Watch yeah of course the ring is new i know you're married now oh yeah (laughs) like you were there (laughs) i didn't miss it no that was an exciting uh weekend that was fun to see y'all and um and and of course do some promotion for the podcast i noticed that carl was like bringing it up on his on spotify showing it around and i'm thinking Oh, I hope we didn't say anything too incriminating in the last episode.
1: No, I think the last last episode was was good. We just kind of shot the shit and moved on from there.
0: It's about football, I think. Probably. I'm realizing maybe I should put my headphones on.
1: Yeah, maybe you can hear me then.
0: Well, that way you're not bleeding through on the uh, on my microphone too. Pristine audio quality is what this podcast is known for. Amen. So, uh, we're going to uh, cover a lot today. Uh, you know, obviously, Carl's marriage, his honeymoon, the excitement there, uh, whether he's uh, wiser um, now that now that it's permanent. There's no getting out now.
1: No, no.
0: At and, least, not,
1: <clears throat> least not for a while, and it's going to cost a lot of money to get out of it. So I think I'm going to stay in it.
0: That's really the goal, right? You want to make it as difficult as possible for either person to get out so that it feels like okay, they are committed to me. They do really like me because they're going to go through a world of hurt to get away from me.
1: Right. <laughs> but no, uh, so I, I had a blast. It was, it was a fun weekend. Uh, my only complaint was about the time that I started saying my vows. It seemed like somebody hit a switch or something, maybe turned the air conditioning on and it blew a bunch of dust and I kind of got choked up from the dust and I couldn't talk. <laughs> That's my <laughs> only complaint. The reception, I I had a blast at the reception.
0: Yeah, I didn't realize that that was dust that was making you choke up. Yeah,
1: that's what I'm blaming it on. Okay. (laughs) The honeymoon, the honeymoon was great. Uh, we, We lost a day due to me getting sick. I don't know if it was something I ate, but I know that Wednesday night was horrible. But the rest of the time, I mean, I kept getting hit on like the entire time. And I'd tell him like, look, lady, I'm married. You can't be hitting on me anymore. So, I mean, that happened like every day that I was there. We flew home late Saturday night and I woke up Sunday morning and that same lady was in my house hitting on me. Then I, re- I realized I was married to her.
0: So did you think you had met this lady in Mexico? Thought so. You forgot that she was sitting next to you on the plane trip over there? I-
1: she did it she sat about eight rows back because it was a pretty empty flat so she
0: went back there to go to sleep she said i'm going to enjoy the last little bit of space i have exactly yeah i think uh it's important to have some space within a marriage you know you can sit a few rows back no problem there if you start getting sick of each other go in a different room because you got a lot of time together to look (laughs) forward to yes we do but we do enjoy spending our
1: time together so well, that's a good sign we haven't gotten sick of each other yet
0: brian and i tell each other like no we're about right we love this 50 50 split that's just <laughs> the right amount of time we want to see each other and I, then see, it's wonderful when we do
1: see that's perfect whatever works <laughs>
0: works <laughs> but uh, how were how your travels afterwards to austin and back to dallas so I flew into the to attend Carl's wedding for our listeners, um, and then my friend Sarah from college drove me out to the wedding. She loved y'all. We absolutely love Sarah. And maybe we we're, can get go ahead. we're
1: Instagram we're Instagram fans uh, friends now.
0: Oh, great! And we might be able to get her on a future episode to do a horoscope reading for you and Marissa. And she Beautiful. loves. She loves to go in and be like, "Well, your uh, moon is rising in Saturn over here, which means that y'all are a good match. That's that's a good sign." I'll take her word for it. And I'll be doing. I'll simultaneously be doing a my own reading <laughs> with no experience in astrology, and we we'll, and we'll just see who's closer.
1: Uh, I, I really like Sarah, but I think I would probably have to take your opinion.
0: You don't care about where the planets were,
1: well, I mean, you know she's the expert on it, but how often do I listen to the experts?
0: Well, I don't know, not very, <laughs> depending on the expert, <laughs> yeah <laughs> you have a lot of people claiming to be experts, but it's uh finding an actual expert sometimes can be difficult.
1: yes, yes, <clears throat> I'm an expert in uh booger sculpting, and that's about it.
0: I don't know. You are an oil and gas expert for a little while since you changed industry.
1: While. I did change industries. Now, uh, my official job title is maintenance engineer. I don't quite think they know that you have to go to college to become
0: an engineer. Nobody needs to know that. No. It's on my, little
1: name, it's on my little name tag that I don't wear.
0: Okay. Well, you're no longer... Before you were kind of an engineer, you were checking oil well emissions. Yes. And did you have any insight that you can share with us today as oil is one of the top stories? Oh uh,
1: Gas prices are extremely too high. I just spent $65 to fill our car up and about a year ago, it would cost me $35. So it's, it's doubled. It needs yeah. to go down. We need to start amping up our
0: production here and using our oil instead of
1: just continuing to sanction Russia. Who gives a crap about Russian oil?
0: Well, it'd be great if we didn't have to give a crap about Russian oil. If we could just isolate (laughs) them and not be affected.
1: Well, we don't have to give a crap about their oil. We can produce way more oil than we import from those guys.
0: Yeah, we, um, I was doing, I was doing research. I had the browser window open and I was reading about why we export more, more, oil than we import. And so why are we sending all of this oil that we're making other places and then bringing in almost as much oil importing? It's strange. But then there's different grades of oil. There's different types. Mm-hmm. And apparently, we don't use that much diesel in this country, but other countries do. I mean, compared to other countries, we don't use that much diesel.
1: Well, in the country of Texas, we do.
0: <laughs> Texas, I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes Texas they go their own way. They do their own thing. But uh they're closer to, I guess, I don't know what other countries are using so much diesel, but
1: I don't know. I know when one of the days we taken a cab into Cancun and uh I believe it was twenty one to one was the exchange rate. <clears throat> Gas in US dollars in Cancun was right at two dollars a gallon versus four dollars here so maybe moving to mexico
0: yeah well are they all buying that venezuelan gas i know that we had some some sanctions on them that are almost like 10 years old now (laughs) there's just yeah those have been around a while
1: yeah i don't i don't know where mexico gets gets theirs from and i did read something where they were talking about lifting the sanctions on venezuela to start to make up for sanctioning russia which again, to me just makes zero sense.
0: Yeah. I think when we sanctioned Venezuela, their oil is similar to Russia's. It has a, like a high sulfur content. Mm-hmm. And so when we sanctioned Venezuela, we started buying more Russian oil. And now that Russia is invading other countries and bombing apartment buildings, it's uh, insane. I can't believe that like it's 2022 and a country can be doing this.
1: It, <laughs> it's, a, it's absolutely insane. Uh, I was sitting in the waiting room getting the oil change, and they were in the Capitol showing them rescue this elderly woman from a bombing, and like uh, th- they've got her out away from the building and all that. And then here comes another bomb, hits the same same area, and it's like I, I don't, I understand what we're doing with put putting the sanctions on them, but in my opinion, this is something that has gotten already gotten out of hand. I mean. There's been countless of women and children, you know, being affected by this. And I mean, if if all we're going to do is sanctional, Putin's going to keep going. In my opinion, Biden pretty much gave him a green light to do it. When he said when he was asked before this started, are you going to do anything? And he said no. Well, as as far as like sending in troops and, and stuff like that, he said no. Well, to me, that tells Biden, I mean, Putin, I ain't got to worry about the Americans.
0: But I mean, do you think we should be sending troops in? Yeah, I do. Because that is, Uh, I mean, when you start fighting between nuclearly armed countries, it's, I mean, (laughs) our way of life can change real fast. It's not just something that's happening over in Ukraine. Sure. All of a sudden, if we start a war with Russia. Well, I I don't we're skirting around it but we're not so you know there are a couple lines in the sand and or in the snow i guess we should say and one of them is yeah american troops over there fighting russian troops that's like everyone keeps saying world war three you know and the debate right now is about airspace because um Zelensky, ukraine's president is asking the u.s and nato to you know secure the skies so they don't have to deal with uh Russian airplanes and that sounds nice enough like oh yeah we'll just patrol the skies but when you see a Russian plane if you're creating a no-fly zone that means you're shooting down that plane and that's basically there is a war with Russia and I mean I'm it's hard to watch all this uh and I I think there's like no good solution um, it takes incredible restraint to not just say, well, let's just go bomb the crap out of Russia. Let's blow up Moscow. You know, but well, we don't think too far down the road. What does that lead to that,
1: And you're right. I mean, I don't know. I'd like to think that it wouldn't happen, but Putin's crazy enough that he probably would release a nuke.
0: I mean, or yeah, they have tactical nukes. They're like smaller versions where you can, it's not like you're going to blow up an entire city but you're blowing up blocks and blocks right you know I'm over here in LA I'm not trying to get in a nuclear <laughs> uh, arms race or, <laughs> or nuclear war with <laughs> Russia
1: yeah, you, might, you might want to come back to the ranch
0: <laughs> you don't think Brady's going to be on uh, like on their target list
1: no I think uh, middle in Odessa but other than that maybe Houston Dallas mm-hmm. but no I think I think Brady's safe
0: okay good well i'll look into some real estate it's going fast
1: it's going fast and it's going expensive
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i browse redfin every now and then i think i was talking to brent a little bit at your wedding and he was talking about investing in brady real estate it's a hot buy right now dead or it has he, been maybe i missed the boat he
1: he has been uh he has quite a few i mean i I don't know how many for sure, but rent houses, and he has a Airbnb at the lake out there that he, in my opinion, way overcharges for it, but people pay it. So,
0: man, you charge what people will pay. I'm surprised at what I can charge, you know, for this house. But as long as it's full, I just keep raising the rate until it's not full. There
1: you go. Did you ever get your whole license situated? I'm back.
0: Hell yes. Corinne's gonna get sick of me in the month of March and April because I am back 100 percent occupancy <laughs> to be living in her place in Santa Monica. <laughs> not not a bad place to live. <laughs> no, go running around, look at the ocean.
1: But uh, yeah, we need to get out there and visit y'all. Make a long weekend out of it.
0: Yeah, you came so close to visiting, and then
1: yeah, um, I can't I can't remember what happened why we didn't go.
0: Yeah, I know. I don't remember what it was well marissa was having her not bachelor party bachelorette party out here anyway
1: yeah she did she made the trip for that uh,
0: so she didn't want to go to la two times in a row
1: well that's what we talked about is because we still you know that one of the trips that we'd had planned that we want to do together that's what i told her i'm like well why go back you just went but stuff that she did with her friends is different than what it her and I would wanna go see. I don't care to go see the Hollywood sign. You can show it to me driving down the road and I'll be perfectly happy. I'm damn sure not gonna hike
0: up to it. Carl, people come from miles around for our hiking trails. Well, you get above that smog, it's beautiful. You look down on everybody. You don't realize that, you know, we have cleaner skies than we had in the 80s and 90s, I'm told, but there's still a little fog of, you know, exhaust and everything. And when you hike up the hill, you look back down in it, it's funny to think, oh, I was in that. And I didn't know I was in that. Huh, maybe I should just stay up here. And then you walk back down into it and try to forget.
1: Well, just, just move up into the Hollywood Hills and you don't have to worry about it.
0: Well, that's an option that I think most people would take. If you're allowed to. Yeah, at a certain point, they come by and they say, so you need to go back down the hill now, sir.
1: A couple more shows, we'll both be living up there.
0: I think so. As long as we can stay on topic and remember that there's an audience.
1: No, I think we do it for us. And that's what brings the audience in. Because they don't want to hear an agenda. They just want to hear two folks shooting the shit, you know, little, little mixing, little news, but peacefully.
0: The peaceful news show. Maybe we need to rebrand our title or something.
1: Something. Need to market it too. Damn it.
0: Yeah. Once we know what we're doing, we always say, once we know what we're doing, we're going to market this thing. Uh, Marissa's sister got married this last weekend,
1: and uh, they were here last night. Her husband is from New Zealand, and hmm. they're, they're moving back to New Zealand. He just graduated from whatever university they have over there in uh, filmmaking. So I was like, huh, I didn't in- introduce you to Scott.
0: Yeah. I I was thinking I should get back into video editing. That's a nice work from home activity. Well,
1: I think we need our own sitcom.
0: Now there's thinking about the future. Don't you need to master podcasting before you move on to a sitcom? No, we've mastered this. If only we had the rights to play music again. Uh, That was so awesome. That was our first real hiccup in planning this show was uh, realizing 90% Ninety percent of the original radio show in high school was just playing music. Mm-hmm. The music great. The music that you couldn't find on KNL, mm. you could find one hour a week on you AM, fi- AM radio.
1: You couldn't find it anywhere in West Central Texas. Yeah. You just know, the- of course, this is you know pre Spotify and Apple Music and Pandora, where whatever you want is at your fingertips. You know, yeah, we didn't you know- have that. We didn't have that luxury.
0: Yeah, they might have. Uh, they might not need us for music now. They really just need our opinions. And uh, it, yeah, is that what is that what it is? We're just uh, sharing opinions. Pretty much, pretty much, and mine are usually correct. Yours are not. I don't know. I remember there. Very rarely do we do fact checking on this show. Nope. But every now and then <laughs> we start an episode off with uh, corrections. <laughs> 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 there were a couple times. <laughs>
1: People are just going to tune in for the corrections part. <laughs> <laughs> what did these dumbasses say wrong this
0: time?
1: <laughs> See, I think we could bring something back kind of like the man show. Mm-hmm. And just be
0: be us. And have games. We need we contestants. Play. We could do that. If we build it, they will come. I mean, that worked in the movie. But sometimes lots of things get built and nobody comes. Yeah. I'm trying it's to like think the, of examples.
1: The new ballpark in Arlington.
0: Yeah, you can build it, and they can decide, eh, it's a little hot. I don't want to sit in the sun for this team.
1: Well, no, that's why they built the new ballpark. It's it's got the retractable roof on
0: it. Do they ever retract it?
1: You know, I don't know. Uh, Obviously, the first year that it opened up, that was the shortened season of COVID, and they hosted the World Series there. And then they played in it last year. But until you put a team on the field that can actually win a game, You're not going to attract any fans.
0: Yeah. I mean,
1: And in my opinion, and a lot of our opinions, they didn't need a new ballpark. Baseball's meant to be played outdoors. Yes, it was hot. I had the privilege of being there for the hottest opening pitch in Major League Baseball history. It was like 107. It was hot. It was brutal. Hot enough that I didn't even want a beer. But once the sun goes down, it's fine.
0: Now, I... I swear I'm going to go multiple episodes in the future, not bringing up the fact that the Los Angeles Rams won the Super Bowl, but they did. I just have to mention that because we have an outdoor stadium here that is new and they're having trouble like making the fans, everyday fans come. It would help if they didn't charge like $200 a ticket. That would be nice. But I don't know if when you were watching the game, you noticed that everybody, especially that halftime show is just sweating (laughs) because we don't expect, uh, we didn't expect it to be, that hot in <laughs> was that late february mid early february uh, early, second weekend in february yeah. in los angeles and it was a blistering high 80s and i'll say that's pretty hot for february in los angeles
1: now obviously i've never been <clears throat> to la so that's hot is, is it And you are right there by the by the ocean so it's not a dry heat is it humid
0: it's not it's not either it's both it's fine it's not like drastically dry. You're not in Arizona, but you're not in Houston. You're by the ocean. Man, the weather, it's, it's like if you had a thermostat for nature. And that's what they kind of set it here for. But then every now well, and then your forest catches on fire and uh, you spend a week with your N95 on.
1: What about like in, in, the, in the evenings? How cool does it get? It's chilly. Bring a, you want to bring an extra layer. <clears throat> Is that all year long or just during the the winter uh
0: yeah unlike texas it chills in the in the evening in a good way like you're you're it's nice to just wear like a long sleeve shirt yeah yeah i
1: knew i knew a lady years ago that she grew up in san diego and she would talk about it she's like during the day beautiful all year long in the evening you need a light sweater but she said it was perfect yeah you know, if y'all didn't have so many rules out there, I might move. But
0: well, let's talk about our our rules because I know that things are much more relaxed here in regards to uh, masks now. That oh, I, I
1: wasn't talking about COVID rules. Hold on, and but, forgot but,
0: to put their phone on silent. And it's
1: but we, <laughs> but we can talk about the COVID rules because I think the reason that they're relaxed. Is about money. I think when the NFL threatened to move the Super Bowl, oh shit, we better change our rules.
0: Oh, did they? Look- I didn't know they threatened to move the Super Bowl. Yeah, I thought everybody didn't. was just guessing that. Oh, maybe they should do it in Las Vegas.
1: No, the NFL actually contacted the Cowboys and inquired about using Cowboy Stadium if uh, California didn't allow.
0: Yeah, fans. I think. Yeah, I think that was a backup plan. Like, if we can't have an audience, if we can't have fans in the stadium, then we need a different stadium where there can be fans.
1: Right, and and I think the lawmakers in California were like, oh, shit. And rightfully so. But it's
0: still, it's an outdoor stadium, and I don't think it was ever in question that there weren't going to be fans coming to the L.A. stadium. Most of them were maskless, and I do not have a problem with that either. It's outdoors, and I mean, and man, it's been a year since we had vaccines, so what's the... (laughs) I said, once the vaccines came out, I was like, game changer. Once we get people vaccinated, then, man, this would be over so quickly, but I don't know. A lot of the country had different plans, and I'm not going to tell you you have to get vaccinated. I'm just saying you sure dragged this COVID thing out longer than it needed to be.
1: Yes and no. I mean, like I was reading today, there's a Another new variant out there, well, speaking of vaccinations, my daughter just sent me a picture. she finally got vaccinated. Well, congratulations, Carly. proud of her. She took the Johnson and Johnson
0: okay, well, of the three major ones, that would be my third choice, but still yeah. is it is it because uh Pfizer and moderna change your DNA oh I, is that, that was the is that the new rumor now that that was the rumor when they were coming out because the r, r MRNA technology, the, the, I guess, sites that you shouldn't really trust so much were like, it changes your DNA. So get Johnson & Johnson.
1: Hmm. I didn't know we were capable of changing our DNA.
0: Yeah, I was like, I'm going to rob a bunch of banks, leave my whatever yeah. evidence they find, then I'm going to get my vaccine and I'm free and clear. Right. So you can be like, you can't match me to that guy. I mean, that would make every serial killer's dreams come true. Moderna is the shot for serial killer.
1: <laughs> hey, that's good advertisement.
0: No, uh, we had a little conflict on this podcast because Carl got Pfizer and I'm a Moderna man. I wasn't given an
1: option. I just yeah. showed up and that's what they gave me.
0: Yeah, that's what they had at uh, Dodger Stadium where we did a, our big drive through. Waiting in your car, getting a shot in the arm and heading out. I actually had to go inside a building. I didn't have was, time to ask. Are you a licensed nurse? Ow! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ours, ours was set
1: up in the formerly Bell's clothing store in the mall. Is
0: Bell's gone now? There's no Bell's? Nope.
1: So there's no, I haven't seen. Well, no, I haven't seen one in a while. We had two here, and they both closed. The One in Brady's gone.
0: Yeah, I spent some time working there.
1: Yeah, I remember that. But, uh. Yeah, those are gone, and we're losing JCPenney's little by little. I mean, we still have one here, but who really shops at JCPenney's anymore besides my mother?
0: There you go. So the generation, the JCPenney generation is getting older.
1: Mm-hmm. She orders stuff off their damn website daily.
0: But if, you're gonna, some, if you're going to order clothes online, I thought JCPenney is there for the people who want to shop in person.
1: Yeah, but mom, mom can't really get out drive herself to another town to go shop.
0: JC Penny is in Brady? San Angelo. So she can drive to San Angelo. No, she can't drive. But how's she shopping at JCPenney? Online. But she has to go pick it up. Oh you you bring her no, you well, delivery
1: man? Uh when she orders some stuff from like Hobby Lobby or, or Michael's, I will go pick it up for her, but
0: most time it's just delivered to her. And this is how Amazon and other companies are killing our little stores. Somehow I have to try and draw, like, draw some parallel to a bigger issue instead of us just talking about one JCPenney. Right.
1: I try not to use Amazon unless I can't find what I'm looking for here. Like right now, what's really pissing me off is I cannot find the Klausen, like the sandwich pickles that are thin sliced, but they're long. Sandwich slices, whatever they're called, can't find them.
0: Are you just looking for Clausen?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Klaus. Clausen, Clausen,
1: Clausen. Mm-hmm. They're the best ones.
0: If you were to do a blind pickle taste test, I would know because we bought oh, through that jar so I went through it.
1: The one right next, I think, it was Nathan or something like that. I don't know. And the one is good.
0: All right. Well, I hope you get your pickle situation figured out. It's been months, man. That's got to be rough.
1: And, you know, the funny thing is, I can thank COVID for this. I was anti-pickles. Never ate them. Didn't want them on my burger. I mean, if you put them on my burger, I would still eat it, where i just pick them off. I got COVID when I lost my taste and smell. I started eating pickles, because I was like, if I can't, if I can taste a pickle, and ever since then, I mean, it's like I need to buy stock and pickles.
0: Because as you're eating all these pickles that you couldn't taste with COVID, one day, you tasted the pickle for the first time. And the flavor of the pickle, you associate it it with getting over COVID. So, it's probably a positive feeling. It it was like sex in my mouth. Well, I don't know how you're eating the pickle.
1: (laughs) No, That's my phrase for something that tastes good. We'll go out to eat or something. And she's like, how's that? Oh, it's like sex in my mouth. She's just like, really? You're a dumbass. What? I know. You married me.
0: Well, uh, maybe they can make a pickle advertisement and cast you in it, Carl. And figure out a way to sell pickles as sex in the mouth
1: when Pornhub starts buffering they can break to a commercial of me eating a pickle
0: I'm sure that's coming no eventually pun. no pun. Eventually.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you walked right into that one that's awesome
0: how many disappointed people would there be who mid video Carl pops up here talk pickle. about pickles and he's, <laughs> he's like I'm going to eat this pickle don't stop what you're doing I'm just going to finish this pickle first <laughs>
1: Hey, you know, I'm just prolonging their experience. <laughs> Everybody, all, when, you do, when you're doing something fun and it's over, everybody's like, man, wish I was still doing that. That was so much fun. I'm just mm-hmm. making it
0: last a little bit longer. Okay. That'll be yeah. the, the tagline.
1: Yeah. Like the old chewing gum commercial. What was it? Wrigley?
0: Last a little, lasts, little longer. Twice. A, oh yeah. Lasts a little longer. Stay fresh. Yeah. A little longer. Yeah. See? Longer with Big Red. Is that, It was Big Red, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah
1: which I think is a Wrigley gum. Not sure.
0: Oh, you're a Chicago Cubs fan. I just remember. Absolutely. Okay. Here's some Wrigley interesting knowledge for you. In my uh, travels, we went down the coast to uh, Newport Beach, where we took a ferry, high-speed ferry, to Catalina Island. There are islands off the coast of LA. I could see them. I kind of knew that they were there, but I. it still blows my mind that you think of the West Coast as just there's a coast, but no, there's some islands. There's more out there. They're not very populated, but Catalina has a big touristy town that you pull into. Yeah. They had the wine, the wine mixer too. They they have a wine mixer. Yeah, from Step Brothers. Oh, in
1: Catalina. Yeah, the Catalina wine mixer.
0: <laughs> I need to rewatch that movie. Oh, it's but great. It was owned <clears throat> by the Wrigley by the guy who who's owned the gum and uh owned the cubs of course wrigley field is where they play so he owned that island he has a big mansion up the hill and the cubs used to come for spring training or whatever they would do it on this island because they wanted to get them away from i guess the distractions that ball players face in chicago and they just secluded them on this island off the coast of la to to practice playing baseball they don't do that anymore which explains why they haven't won in a while
1: Hi, we, we won a few years ago. First time in 108 years.
0: Okay, there you go. So we suck now. It's been 108 years and then they won? Yeah. You know what? Maybe the island was the problem because they would have been practicing there and not winning.
1: The problem was the goat. The curse of the goat. That was the problem.
0: What did they do to the goat that would make them cursed?
1: So, in, I believe it was in 1908. They were in the World Series. Dan tried to bring a goat into the stadium and they wouldn't let him. So he placed a curse on him 108 years later. They finally won it known as the curse of the
0: goat. How many other animals have been led into the stadium as a result of that? That probably shouldn't have been there. Like every goat since then probably gets in because they would say, well, you don't know if this is going to be one of those goats that can curse you or not. You better play. it right.
1: safe. I-, I know years later they did allow a goat back in there to try to reverse it but it didn't work no that was we just a
0: regular goat that wasn't like a wizard goat you need the real
1: one right you need one that's like friends with Harry Potter
0: I mean that original one is probably still alive probably probably still eating 10 cans it probably eats baby goats to preserve its life force
1: the placentas
0: yeah I think Q is into that too somehow they're gonna figure out the goat conspiracy because oh. they're eating baby goats to stay they Should.
1: And keep them occupied
0: for a while. Yeah. They've been off the map a little bit.
1: Well, I actually read this deal the other day that they're kind of jumping on to another conspiracy that the United States is actually behind Russia attacking the Ukraine.
0: That's suspiciously close to Russia's talking points. It's-
1: well, Rus- Russia's the one that started that, that. The article I read is that QAnon's latching onto that. And running with it as well.
0: And it's probably pretty well funded too, because if you're willing to say what Russia wants you to say, there's a lot of money behind that. Oh, absolutely. And then of course, we already know that they'll buy a lot of ads on Facebook to promote whatever message it is that they want a lot of Americans to see.
1: Well, I saw a deal the other day that's pretty funny that said uh, Facebook and something else is being taken out of Russia and the United States is trying to force Coca-Cola and McDonald's to pull out completely so in 10 years they're going to be way smarter and in better shape than any of the americans
0: i saw a cartoon that sort of had that (laughs) yeah i'm like
1: you know like that's funny that's pretty accurate
0: too so it had a picture of a paradise like utopian city and it said this is russia in 100 years without facebook uh mcdonald's or coca-cola yeah it's um it's interesting to watch the like from an outside perspective how actual fake news from the government works and we can all agree well not all of us in this country can agree but I think the vast majority can look at Russia and say wow that's incredible that they can their people the majority of those people really don't think that Russia is at war with Ukraine they don't think that they've invaded they don't think there are bombs going off and we look at that and we think how how could you possibly know that and how could you possibly believe your news that is telling you that's not happening
1: Right. It, I mean, you
0: look at that, you look at North Korea. North Korea does the exact same thing. But North Korea didn't have the internet. I mean, in Russia, I guess they just lost it. But I think some of that is on the people not wanting to know.
1: It, it's stupidity is what it is. It's what it boils down to.
0: I mean, I heard there was an episode of The Daily, and it was uh, talking about how there were families you know split across Ukraine and Russia like some members of the family live in Ukraine some live in Russia and this guy one in particular was calling his dad in Russia and saying he realized like oh I haven't heard from my dad since this war started I'm gonna call and check in and he said hey dad so this is I'm safe I'm doing fine uh while this bombing is going on and his dad said doing fine with what there's not a war going on and he said (laughs) I'm literally watching it like I'm here and it's happening. And his dad would not believe him over the news station that he watches. And it's just that's hard for a son to handle is when your dad believes the Russian state media over his own son telling him I'm seeing it with my own eyes.
1: Right. Well, it's to me, it's the same as us whether it's the the diehard Fox News watchers or the diehard CNN watchers. I mean, they could be both talking about the same thing, but be completely opposite of each other, and people are just going to run with it.
0: And it's when somebody that you feel like you're close to points out something that contradicts your your belief or contradicts what you've been hearing from your news, and you dismiss them completely based on just the fact that it contradicts your news it's it, it just you don't it, you you don't it, want to believe it.
1: No, it just goes to show that regardless of what country you live in, you cannot trust your
0: government. Well, I think there's better governments and poorer governments, and I think that Russia would love to say, "Hey, guys, the U.S. lies too. Hey, the U.S. also invades countries." And it's like yes, the U.S. does a lot of stuff that's wrong, but on right. a scale, like everybody does stuff that's wrong, but that doesn't mean it's equal, well, and that doesn't mean it's like everybody's on the same plane. Rat.
1: And and what is the reasoning for invading the Ukraine? Just because you want them to be part of your country again?
0: Yeah, they would like to. I think Putin sees all of those all of those territories or countries from the old Soviet Union and wants to take them back.
1: Which, yeah, we
0: saw where that got you last time.
1: I mean, thank God we had a
0: Ronald Reagan in there to
1: bring down the Soviet.
0: <laughs> We're gonna have a Reagan episode in the future because Oh hell yes. I remember growing up it was like Ronald Reagan was like the patron saint of saving America and the <clears throat> like ideal Republican, what everybody looks to Reaganomics as being such a brilliant idea. Um trickle-down economics. I think people still talk about that as if it's like if you make the rich even richer and give them all of these breaks. They're gonna let some of that wealth trickle down to you. You're gonna get richer because we funnel all of this money up to the up to them and let them keep as much as they want. And I swear one of these decades it's gonna happen. But <laughs> but also when we talk about making America great again and we talk about like, when was the time when it was actually prosperous for the middle class and everybody was like able to afford a great education and buy a house and live comfortably? Oh, it was. Kind of just before Ronald Reagan.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. E- education prices have gotten completely
0: out of hand. And home prices, man. I going uh, back to Brady. I, yeah, I would <sighs> Yeah, I, I I'll I'll look at real
1: estate sometimes, like even around here. And sure, it's a nice house, but who's gonna pay four hundred thousand dollars for a house in San Angelo, Texas?
0: Well, I remember there was great real estate advice that I got sometime. So I'm not going to attribute it to anybody. It was you never want to own the most expensive house in the neighborhood or the least expensive house in the neighborhood. <laughs> so you, I there were a couple of houses that I see. You know, I'm like, wow, you can pay, yeah, four hundred thousand dollars for a house in Brady or, or, you know, some in San Angelo. I'm thinking, yeah, but that's probably like that this little like McMansion or something. And that sort of sticks out like a sore thumb. And I wouldn't want to have... Yeah, I wouldn't want to have that kind of house. I would want to have something that's kind of like a part of the neighborhood for half that cost.
1: Yeah, but that's the thing about it is these that I'm seeing, they don't stick out. They look like a normal normal house.
0: Okay, well, then I guess San Angelo is the next boom town.
1: They think they are. San Angelo's problem... They we're considered West Texas. We're right on the outside of the Permian Basin, but they try to act like they're in the Permian Basin and you have all these oil jobs to force people to pay that. And and we don't. San Angelo is a town to where if you don't have a college degree, I don't know how you can afford to live in this town. I mean, you go get a one bedroom apartment here and it's, for a college student, you know, it's $1,200, $1,300 a month. And it, it's like, you expect them to go work at a fast food restaurant or a grocery store and be able to, and still go to school and be able to afford this? It doesn't happen. Uh, I know we've talked about what minimum wage should be and all of that. But in San Angelo, if somebody without a degree, if business hires you and they pay you 9 or $10 an hour, they think they're doing you a favor and that's what took me so long to get a job based out of san angelo was because i mean i could drive an hour and a half west and make 30 dollars an hour versus eight or nine ten dollars an hour here in town all because i don't have that college degree
0: yeah so and it's interesting uh, that that's still so important i always thought that like later the further you get along in your career or whatever experience you have the less important that degree is because the degree almost gets you into the first couple doors but then the, later on people want to know you worked here you did this you did a good job okay but i do think there is some ceilings for income they're not going to pay you more than a certain amount unless you have that degree
1: right ben. and what frustrates me about it is there was a couple of times that i have been passed up on a promotion because I didn't have a degree. Uh, I have all the experience in the world, but this guy come in college graduate had a degree in philosophy and he got the job over me. And I'm just like, this dude don't know jack shit about oil and gas or sand or anything. And now he's my boss and I'm having to train this person and, you know, share everything that I know with him so he can run, run us. And just it makes zero sense to me and, and sadly you know that, that that happens all the time i was talking to a lady at a sports bar here one night and we got onto that debate because her husband is a he works for a distributing company here well he was promoted for that reason only because he has a degree he was promoted over somebody that'd been with the company for 15 years but they didn't have a degree and she didn't see anything wrong with that And I said, well, not everybody is afforded the opportunity to go to college. That's a fact. I mean, not everybody can afford it, even with financial aid. Not everybody can afford it. And of course, you know, she just wanted to continue to argue with me that I'm wrong. And It ended with her basically calling me a piece of crap because I didn't have a college degree.
0: Yeah, it is interesting that we make it sort of necessary to have a college degree in this country, but we still treat it like it should be a luxury. That like in order in order to get a college degree, in in beer making or whatever, you have to go into debt. You have to go into student debt, and then we blame all these kids who are in piles of student debt. We're like, well, you shouldn't have gotten yourself into it. And they're like, well, we couldn't get a job without it. So what? It's sort of like a catch twenty two, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah,
1: it it, it's ridiculous, and you know that that's one luxury that I do have is I don't have any. Debt from student loans. Marissa, on the other hand, you know she got her bachelor's degree completely paid for. She was full ride. Then medical school, you know, she's a couple hundred thousand grand in debt right now.
0: And she's got a good paying job and is able to pay those pay those off. I mean, you're betting on yourself, kind of when you right. take on that student debt. But not every bet, even if it's a good bet on yourself, pays off. And exactly. then you just sort of like, uh, you got that tying you down all the rest of your life. Exactly. And, uh,
1: you know, it, it's been nice with the whole putting off having to pay back that student loan. But once that kicks up again, I mean, I think she's somewhere around like $2,000 a month is her payment.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, that's it's a lot of money. Yeah. On top of mortgage and car payments and all of that fun stuff.
0: And that interest, that's what gets you, man. Mm-hmm. I saw somebody posted about, uh, you know, their student debt was, or something. And then they've been paying off, they paid off like $50,000 and now they owe (laughs) $90,000 over like 10 years.
1: Yeah. I I think that's one thing they could do. And I understand these financial institutions wouldn't make any money, but they either need to cap, put a cap on what the interest can be. And it needs to be very, very low for these students or no interest at all. Mm -hmm. Because, you're right. I mean, with the interest, you're, you're never going to be able to pay it back ever.
0: Yeah, it should be the yeah. smallest, tiniest interest rate, if anything, because you're borrowing money and there, has, there is value in being able to have money up front. But again, like you were saying, if a college degree is necessary, then you can't treat it like you're lucky to be able be allowed to go to college. It's like, no, right. we, want our, we want our kids to be educated and get good jobs. Then we need to treat college like it's kind of like expected. They don't have to go to college, but I mean, they can. They should right. be. A- they should be able to.
1: Exactly, and, and there are plenty of jobs out there where you don't don't need a degree, and make a great living. I
0: mean, you know, I've been yeah. there and done that one. Look, look at Mark Zuckerberg. He's doing all right for himself with no college degree, yeah. ruining ruining the world with only a high school diploma.
1: Well, he was at an Ivy League school for a little bit.
0: Yeah, he was at Harvard, right? I think that's where he started.
1: I went to Harvard. Yeah. How did it look? It looked beautiful. And at the same same time, I also went to MIT. How long did they let you stay? Uh, Harvard, they let me stay quite a bit until I walked across the street and ate lunch and drank a Guinness and a shot. And then we went on down to Fenway. And that was the end of my Harvard days.
0: <laughs> you didn't get a little Harvard sweatshirt?
1: <laughs> uh, we, we did go in their little bookstore and see Marissa got a Harvard sweatshirt. She did. I think we got Bailey a hat and Carly a shirt and Kimmy got a little little beanie teddy bear that had a Harvard shirt on.
0: All right, so you guys can all wear that around San Angelo and act like
1: we went to Harvard. Uh-huh.
0: And you yeah. can tell them we did go. It was a hey, I,
1: it was a wonderful afternoon. It was it was pretty awesome and I think that's truly where Marissa fell in love with me was because we were standing there looking at this building and I was just like you know, how badass is this that JFK probably stood in the same spot, like the history of the people that had been at this school You then she was hooked she like, oh my god
0: you were doing some <laughs> philosophy right there, man I think you didn't even need a degree or anything I know, see? philosophizing
1: then we got to go, you know, in all those buildings that George Washington and Thomas Jefferson gave speeches in
0: pretty cool Yeah, you had a lot of people, a lot of uh, important people walking around there, including yourself.
1: Including myself. Little did they know that one half of the Scott and Carl show was in their building.
0: Yeah. I went to an Ivy League school for an afternoon one time, and I, I think it was Princeton. I didn't even know it was nearby. Is that the one that's in New Jersey? I think so. Anyway, I saw that campus. Looked nice.
1: Well, It's all really old, which I thought was cool.
0: Yeah. All those schools that have been around a while.
1: So yeah. still don't hold a candle to the University of Texas.
0: No, we're going to have to have our preseason. Well, we're a long way from the fall. <laughs> well, <laughs> our, our well, football we, preseason. We can talk about show. it.
1: There's a lot of good things happening. I mean, spring football is starting up. So. We should put
0: that onto another episode, though. We shouldn't like. OK, yeah, because. Give them something to look forward to. It give you t- some time to do your research on Queen Ewers. Oh, yeah. Well, I like his hair. That's all I can really say. He's got a nice mullet.
1: I'm going to stay mom until we cover it on the, on the show.
0: <laughs> but what
1: we can talk about right now is number one ranked team in college baseball, Texas Longhorn. Well, it's been a while. Been on a little bit of a slump last few games. Texas State did beat us the other day. We did have to suspend a catcher because somebody put a TikTok video of him. Actually, I mean, they took a scholarship away from him. He was in the bullpen, and somebody handed him a flask, and he takes a shot of, out of the flask and hands it back to him. Some dumbass put it on TikTok, so that kid lost his scholarship.
0: That seems so old school. Like that seems like when we were in high school, that was the yeah. type of thing that would get you in trouble. There's so yeah. much other stuff right now. That-
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just it, it's insane. But we're on a roll this year. We we lost a pitcher. He's going to have to have Tommy John surgery. So. Hopefully we can keep it together and make a little bit better run than we did last year. I mean, they almost advanced to the championship series last year. Lost out to the national champions of Mississippi State, though.
0: Well, we'll have our sports spectacular either next week or the week after.
1: Then March Madness is starting up. Yeah, have you filled out your bracket?
0: Man, I don't. I don't know anything about any of these teams. I know that the ones that like if I filled out my bracket, it would just be the highest-ranked team is going to beat the lower-ranked team, and I'll see how far I can get with that. There's going to be some upsets that will throw me off, but at the end of the day, I'm betting on the higher-ranked team. I know that Duke got the crap beaten out of it by North Carolina. Yes, It's Krzyzewski's last game at home.
1: And then they got beat by Virginia Tech in the ACC championship, and Richmond beat Davidson in that conference championship, and now Texas A&M's pissed off because... Richmond wouldn't have gotten in the tournament. Davidson was a top 10 team, so they were in it regardless, as is Duke. But Richmond and Virginia Tech wouldn't have been in the tournament except for they won their conference. So that kept AM from getting in, even though they, play, they played in their conference championship. Like, sucks to be an Aggie.
0: Well, when you're on the, on the bubble of getting in or, or out, you don't really have anybody to blame but yourself for not winning a few more games.
1: Right. Now, he had a valid argument. Indiana's playing in that new playing game for the twelve seed. Anium's RPI, whatever, they, they have had better wins and better losses, but I don't know. I've never understood the better loss. A loss is a loss than what Indiana has. So AM does have a better resume. Yeah, but, but they it, have
0: no resume that says we we believe we're in the top four or the top ten, nothing like that. We believe that we should be allowed to be in the top 64 teams. Okay. It's like when teams are complaining that they weren't like college football teams complaining they couldn't be in the national championship game. If you have a a loss, then sorry.
1: Right. But Texas has been hosed on that end. How many times in the BCS era?
0: Oh, not getting to go to a BCS bowl game? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we got hosed because we're in the same – Conference is Oklahoma. <laughs> that was always the worst is only one of us can go to the BCS game. And it was usually even, Oklahoma. Even, even the year that we beat Oklahoma. Oh, is that when Tech beat us at the yes. very end of the year? Yes. Um, yeah, that was. We,
1: we didn't even get to play in the Big 12 championship because of that.
0: Michael Crabtree, I believe. Yes. Caught a touchdown pass at the end of the game.
1: From Graham Harrell.
0: And broke our hearts.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm still a little salty about that. Graham
0: Harrell was actually
1: born in Brownwood. I wanted to go burn that hospital down after that game. Wow!
0: Should glad have avoided him. Glad you didn't. We wouldn't be here talking. Yeah,
1: yeah. and then a couple of years after that, his dad, which very inspirational story. If, if anybody wants to ever look into Sam Harrell, he uh, Sam's from Brownwood, played for Gordon Wood and Brownwood, become this high profile high school coach himself, and he was diagnosed with either MS or Parkinson's and had to retire from coaching. And because the U.S. doesn't allow like stem cell research, like treatment, he went to Panama. And when he retired, he was having to get around practice on a golf cart. He couldn't stand. He couldn't really walk. And he started doing this stem cell treatment down in Panama. And he's good as new again after about two years. And he'd actually come back to Brownwood and was Brownwood's offensive coordinator for a couple of years. And uh, I want to say he's back in Ennis as a head coach there now. So everything's looking good, but very cool story.
0: Yeah. we like to end it on a high note. I do. I think we're at the hour mark. I think so. For our, yep. for our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that we should try to do our spiritual reading episode next if marissa's free and if sarah's free we'll figure out what works but the audience can look forward to that and then absolutely our our our, our sports spectacular after that then who knows another episode debating kurt cobain's death and then we'll be right back in to a political episode and then we just start the whole thing over again right and eventually we'll talk about moisturizing i think we we just touch on that occasionally
1: occasionally i saw my
0: skincare specialist she's got me checking this one spot i have to use this cream to make sure it's not cancerous but at this point i think she's just i don't know she just
1: wants to see with your shirt off that's all right
0: this i got the third appointment coming up uh, next month and she's like yeah i don't think it's really a problem but go ahead and keep applying the cream and i'll see you in a month all about the dollar we're seeing a lot of each other
1: it's either about the dollar well are y'all seeing enough of each other that you could like consider
0: it a relationship it's the i would say out of any doctor we are the closest i haven't i don't even know who my primary care physician is at this point <laughs> yeah i
1: see i see that guy once a year
0: and my guy retired and i don't know who my new guy
1: is <laughs> oh my, mine's only like two years out of medical school well that's
0: the thing is my guy was pretty young so I don't know if there's a story there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his license was probably suspended.
0: I need to ask, what what happened there? Do I need to get everything that he like checked on me? Do I need to get that rechecked?
1: Yeah. But my cardiologist is about middle age. Can I say he's about 15 years older than us?
0: Well, everybody out there, go to go see your doctor once a year. Get yourself checked up, especially if you're in the Carl and Scott age range. Yeah. It's like a classic car. Even when they're in tip-top shape, little pieces can break down as they get older.
1: Yeah, because one of my groomsmen, one of my groomsmen, he's only a year older than us, is uh he went to the hospital today and then they shipped him off to Corpus Christi because I think he had a heart attack. Yeah.
0: Well, there so you go. I'm, Hopefully he's
1: doing yeah, better. Wait, waiting on an update, but that's last I heard. Be
0: uh, yeah, any day. Mm-
1: <laughs> make health make healthy choices and eat your spinach.
0: Yeah. Popeye had, had something to, to tell us. We weren't right. listening.
1: No, we weren't. We can smoke that pop as long as you eat your spinach.
0: And uh remember that audience, um, as we uh we say goodbye to you and uh check in with us next week for another riveting episode um where we dive into the the stars astrology and what they say about Carl's life. Um That's right. and um we'll talk to you all then until then keep moisturizing